Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for checking back with uh, the DMA podcast, eavesdropping on John Herzog's phone calls. Um, a, a few months ago, I saw um, on LinkedIn um, one of our uh, previous clients in Australia was working with a, uh, um, a guy and his product was called VeggiePod. Um, simple description is a raised bed for growing um you know, fruits, vegetables, herbs, um, all kinds of lettuces, green leaf lettuces and so forth. And uh, I, I was fascinated. It looked awesome and it was a great idea. And also around that same time, I was having a, no luck whatsoever growing tomatoes in my backyard. So I just looked looked him up literally and gave him a call. And uh, Simon Holloway is his name. VeggiePod is his company. And I've had several wonderful conversations with him. So I thought that I would share one of those with you. So I'm going to give him a call today and uh, have him uh, talk to me some more about uh, VeggiePod. G'day, Simon speaking. Simon Holloway. Is this Simon from VeggiePod? Yes, speaking. All right. This is uh, your buddy John Herzog from DMNA over in the States. Oh, g'day, Johnny. How you going, mate? Hey. How have you been, man? Mate, uh, well, really well. Um, I've had uh, Christmas at home with the family. Um I got to see my uh, auntie survive a tractor accident at 82 with a leg chopped off and survived. And so oh that my. was the best Christmas I've had to date, I reckon. So, mate, on top of the world. Thank you. Well, that's yourself? awesome. That's awesome to hear. Uh, so now you're back at it. You're back. Uh, are you back out on the on the road or flying over this way anytime soon? Mate, I am literally on the road as we speak. Uh, we uh, we have a, a, a small truck, if you like. and um, uh, I've had to quickly come and grab some stuff from our warehouse because we've had such a berserk Christmas that we've had to come and top up our own um, office with uh, people that come and drop in. So it's been a wonderful time, and, and it's uh, mate, I love being on the road and driving around this great country of ours. So, so when you drive around with these uh, with the pods, do do you uh, yeah. bring one, bring a couple with you? Like, are you driving a truck and you got the pods in the back? Mate, I'm 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 uh, infa- infamously renowned for taking veggie pods wherever I go, uh, whether, whether I'm off camping or whether uh, I'm seeing uh, friends and family, much to their chagrin. Wherever I go, I always take them, mate, because um, you know I'm blessed. I have a product that uh, and a service that's around gardening, and gardening is for young and for old, for rich, for poor, for male, for female. When they talk about inclusionary and, and, and diversion, uh, sorry, diversity uh, in activities, well, I don't think gardening is is um, uh, is beaten by anything. So uh, I'm very lucky, and, and wherever I go, I can always get people frothed up on gardening, whether they are beginners or experienced uh, gardeners. So uh, yeah, mate, it's it's I'm always around with them, and it's a, it's a real pleasure in life for me. So do me a favor and pretend that I don't know anything about the veggie pod. Say we're at a conference. Yeah. Uh, let's pretend I'm at, we're, we're both at a, a, a kitchen equipment conference and we're in the hotel yeah. lobby bar. And I just yes. ask you what, what it is you keep talking about this veggie pod. Give me, give me the spiel. <laughs> what, what is it? Well, look, I mean, our, our classic uh, original veggie pod, the outdoor unit is, uh, with all due humility, it's it's the best 
raised edible garden bed for edibles specifically uh, in the world. So it's a, uh, you know, it's not a standard four-wall garden bed as most people think of when you, when you use the term raised garden bed. It is a self-watering wicking bed. So they have uh, reservoirs of water that seat, sit beneath the foot of soil. Uh, they have a commercial-grade farming mesh canopy that goes over the top to protect from uh, weeds and harsh weather and pests and bugs, but also creates a microclimate inside. Uh, well, microclimate's a big word, basically, for just there is a different environment within the canopy than it is on the outside. So it's much better for growing. It's kind of like a healthy cheat, if you like. That's why the farmers use it. There are mist sprays lining the inside of the canopy. Uh, they're put on stands and trolleys, which is very rare to get up to waist height with these size gardens uh, without wasting two tonne of soil beneath it and having them indeed mobile. So when you put all these things together, John, um, it, you, the VegiPod is born. So each of those individual um, uh, features or benefits, if you like, uh, are not um, necessarily unique unto themselves. But when you combine the whole lot and you see what the VegiPod brings as this uh, amazing combined unit, uh, you get it. And, and we've become synonymous with the look of it because we didn't give two hoots about what it looked like. We are not about form per se. We were uh, more concerned about function. We are about growing vegetables. We, we always have a bit of a giggle. Veggie pods are a bit like Australians. We're, we're a bit ugly. We're a bit in your face, but we work <laughs> bloody hard. So um, look, they, they, they just work. And, 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 and again, gardening is gardening is gardening. Wherever you go around the world, every gardener knows you have issues with, with pests and weather and what, whatever extremes they are, you might be in the, in, the, in the cold, windy Alps of the Rockies or you might be in the deserts of, of Alice Springs in, in Australia. It doesn't matter. Everyone's got these issues and yeah. uh, we're out there to fix it. So that's our outdoor one. And then we've got a new indoor one, which is a little bit more for your uh, culinary enthusiasts. It, it goes on your kitchen bench. We are now talking about something that is aesthetically pleasing, a little bit like that, that can sit next to your smeg oven and, and next to your KitchenAid mixer that looks good but is again functional and it but it's obviously not to the large scale of our outdoor veggie pods this is now your culinary herbs your thyme your oregano your, your marjoram your coriander whatever you use a lot of and you quickly want to grab it and get those salad leaves or herbs chuck it straight into your pots and your pans you now have these beautiful grow lights that now enable anybody and everybody to grow their food indoors john and and uh look it's it's very exciting times for us you know it's 13 years and we we really are hitting the markets and and consumers and gardeners all around the world well how how i think this really fits in with healthcare food service and senior care yeah is uh it 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 really opens the door like so so briefly you've got you've got a mm. what what looks like a raised garden bed but it's on yeah. uh it's on legs and so that it's yes. about table height and then it has yes. casters so that it's readily movable and it has a self-contained yes. um, irrigation system that, that just plugs into any normal water source. Yes. And, and, and yep. it's, and, and you said it was about a foot of dirt. Um, yes. And then the, you've got a canopy that, that is an attachment, which kind of looks like um, for, for, uh, staying in the food service world like a 
a, a Schaefer, an ob, a rectangular or oblong Schaefer that has a cover on yes. it. But this is, um, yes. you, you said farm grade um, mesh. So that would keep yes. out significant, like the most aggressive squirrel would probably may still have a hard time getting through, right? You, you bet. Mate, we've got a great post on our Instagram somewhere where, you know, we, we know that it's kept out the deer over there and kept out your squirrels and kept out your, your raccoons and badgers, all the rest of it. But we, we almost semi-claim and say, look, we even keep out the bloody bears. We had a bear, and I didn't even know they ate vegetables, to be honest with you, but um, we had this great post from a, from an American friend and goes, well, look at this. And a bear uh, admittedly smashed the canopy, but it still failed to get into the vegetables. So we went around <laughs> claiming we're bear-proof. That's it. But, no, look, mate, you've, you kind of summarise it well. And if people do have access to the internet and, and typed in VeggiePod, V-E-G-E, POD, they will see um, our very recognisable bed. Um, but touching on to, to what you mentioned before, John, we are very proud um, of what it's done for the elder care community and indeed a lot of uh, challenged communities, uh, be that uh, from a physical perspective, be that from a mental health perspective, uh, be that from a, an accessibility uh, perspective. We are in Australia, just to give you a bit of an idea of, of how uh, uh, accessible uh, and readily um, available to, to uh, gardening is making with the VeggiePods here in Australia, we are the only NDIS registered product here. NDIS is the National Disability and Insurance Scheme in Australia. So um, in other words, uh, bottom line is uh, the government has approved our garden beds, the only one in all of Australia, to be uh, accessible via our welfare system, via um, taxpayers' dollars, to help those with um, uh, physical challenges, um, uh, be that because they are in a wheelchair, be that because they're using a Zimmer frame, be it because they can't walk far or they need to be able to access it quick, quickly. Yeah. We are the only ones that is supported by this government money. And that is because, indeed, as you mentioned, it is a true waste height. Now, when we say raised beds, John, you know, to be fair, um, as soon as you are five centimetres or one or two inches above the, the ground, you are technically raised, right? You're above the ground. But yeah. I'm sorry, for most of us, and indeed it wasn't, it wasn't made for our elder community specifically. We, we made it for ourselves, and, you know, and I yeah. only just hit 50. But, um, you know, I don't like bending over for that long either. And even if it's just a few inches down from that waist height, as soon as you get that, you're you're already starting to get some bend and some curvature in your back, which ain't good. So we got it right up high for your, for your average human, average adult, that it is true waist height. You, you're not bending over. You, 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 you really are having an easy time at working with your garden. Now, when we did that, again, on the very, very odd occasion where you do see these super high raised beds, and we're in 20 countries, and I can tell you I've seen it all um, in every continent bar South America, you get the odd raised garden bed that is um, waist high. But it's to do that, they have to fill it with three tonne of soil to get it up that high, and yeah. you're wasting all this soil. And then it also becomes immovable by its very nature. It's so bloody heavy. And it also you can't get your legs underneath it to a degree. So with the VeggiePods, because we have them up on these super strong gal steel stands, which creates a space underneath the foot of uh, soil as well, you now are having people with um, different sorts of wheelchairs, of course there are many kinds, uh, able to get their legs under and, again, start gardening. So 
again, it wasn't um, because we specifically designed it for that, but um, we have then tested it with the Cerebral Palsy Alliance here in Australia, which is a, a, a massive organisation uh, with people with disabilities. And we, we did a six to 12 month study um, that we adjusted the legs, we got them higher, we got them lower, we put them on these low trolleys, all this sort of stuff to have what we have today to enable people um, uh, from all uh, ilks, from all walks of life and with all challenges uh, to be able to garden. And we're very proud of that. And, um, look, I think, um, you know, it's not a money spinner for us, right? We are Our bread and butter is just everybody. everybody's at home, your, your, your normal um, uh, in the backyards, out in the lawn. But um, I'm the head of community for, for VeggiePod Global and I'm very proud to say that we are in disability spaces, aged care, um, uh, returned servicemen, uh, prisons, schools, hospitals, um, you name it, pretty well in every single community organisation or group, uh, we have VegiPods getting out there, helping people gardening and enjoying those benefits, which, as I touched on before, uh, you know, it's not just for your gut health, it's for your physical health, your occupational therapy, it's for your, uh, your mental health, you know, getting in touch with the seasons. It's great for society, it's great for the planet. Uh, and it's great for even spirituality. Um, you know, I am not uh, particularly a uh, a set religious type person of one uh, form or another, but I certainly consider myself spiritual. And um, when you are in touch with what you eat and what you grow and what's going on around you, uh, you'll get in touch with that side of it as well. So, look, I've covered quite a bit there, but uh, I'm very passionate about it and I've seen it uh, in all types of groups. And if uh, – but again, to be honest with you, I don't even care if your listeners use a veggie pot or not. But if they get into gardening, then uh, I'm a happy man, and and I think it's a it's a very good thing for everybody. I I couldn't agree with you more. I'm I'm I, I'm uh, I'm excited about it. I'm I'm not as excited as you are about it, which is great because you're the guy <laughs> that's out there <laughs> spreading the word. Uh, but but I am yeah. I'm very excited about it. I can see the benefit of this. I can see how. Um, our current clients and then clients that, you know, we can speak with primarily in, yeah. uh, in senior care, uh, but also, you know, there's a big need in um, behavioral health and everybody yes. um, pretty much across the board has recognized now how important, um, you know, uh, local, fresh grown, uh, real food, if you will, you, you know, um, yeah. knowing where it comes from, that's important to more and more people and uh, everyone's yes. included. So, so there's, there's, frankly, there's just not a facility or, or, um, you know, a hospital or a senior care place or that we work with or, or would speak to that I wouldn't at least show them this as something yeah. to look at. Cause it, it, uh, if I just recently moved my, uh, mother and her husband into a, um, a senior care facility. Yes. I say facility, we shouldn't use that word. This is def it's yep. it's a community. It really is. Yeah, I mean, the right. houses are nice. I wouldn't mind living there myself. But but with these, Beautiful. because they're large enough, but yet they're still mobile on wheels, you don't need to dedicate an entire track of land. You could put it literally anywhere, uh, including corner of the parking lot or uh no. Yeah, but right. behind where they didn't have enough land, quite land to build, you know, uh, yeah. next to the tennis courts, whatever it is. And and then I agree with you 100 percent. There's something about 
uh, putting something in the soil, caring for it, watching it grow, and and actually, e- you know, eating the vegetables and and herbs and and you know other plant edible plants that come out of it. Uh, it, yeah. it, it's full circle, and it and it it really does address um, a lot a lot of uh, uh, what what our our healthcare clients are are looking for. Yes, now. that's that's why I'm excited about oh, it. Right, it, it's kind of one Do of those what? ideas. Uh, you know, a few years ago. Um, I guess it was more than a few years years ago, probably ten or twelve years ago. There were a couple of uh, high profile hospitals that um, yep. put uh, uh, rooftop gardens in, dedicated, you know, if not the whole entire roof, but a significant chunk of the rooftop. Um, yes, and had raised beds and were growing their tomatoes and so forth up up there. And of course, you would have yes. to tend to them, and there was all the problems and the weight and structural, and there was a cost. Sure. This seems like a very similar outcome. Uh, for a much smaller uh, financial um, commitment. Uh, you bet, so, mate. Uh, well, look. Yeah, oh, well, sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but you, you, you're right. You're bang on, and 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 it's another couple of parts that because again, uh, unless your audience are looking at it, what they may not understand is that these are what we call a fully contained bed. Now, that is the 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 bit that enables uh, the veggie pods to go absolutely anywhere and everywhere, and I. I I really mean that. I mean, as long as you've got direct sun, of course, um, you know, as long as you get good sun, you really can put these anywhere. We put them on rooftops. We put them in uh, uh, the backyards. We put them on down the size of houses. Uh, we've got them, 60 of them, on a, on a, on a monastery um, uh, <laughs> education facility in Singapore. We've got, um, uh, you know, uh, decks, balconies, you name it, uh, mountains next to the sea. You can put them anywhere. And because they're contained, people don't worry about, the, the, you know, muck and water and drainage going off anywhere. They're, they're all nice and safe there. It doesn't affect uh, what we call strata here in Australia. I'm not sure what you use, but, you know, when you're using a, a communal-type uh, home or, or an area where multiple residents are, it doesn't matter. And, again, as you touched on, John, they are relocatable. So if you don't like where they are right now, don't bloody worry. We can move it later, right? Like th- th- those those issues are not an issue anymore. All we need to do is get people to get into gardening. And I know we've spoken about uh, senior care here, and indeed there are some extra elements there uh, that we'll get into in a second. But, again, my passion is it's for everybody. It's for you. It's for me. It's for our kids. It's for our loved ones. It's for our family. It's for someone that you that you don't like because I'll probably become a better person if they start gardening, right? It's it is for everybody and every human being, every homo sapiens. I get a bit bossy. I think I don't think it's it's a great pleasure and it's a nice thing to have. I'm almost so evangelical about it. Go, well, you know what? We all should we should be doing it. People should somehow get a kick up the bum and say, have a try this because if you think you're not a gardener and you say, oh, I'm a brown thumb, that's rubbish. There's no mm. such thing as a brown thumb. It's just, um, you know, you haven't had a proper go at it yet or, you know, you haven't been trying it. Because that's like saying to some kid when he's 17 or 18 before he's got his licence, his or her licence, you say, oh, mate, you, you, you're, not a, you're not a driver. You'll never be a driver. I said, no, they just haven't had, had a crack at it yet. So yeah. everybody can be a green thumb. Please don't be disheartened if you've had out there, if you've had a bit of a crack and it hasn't gone so well before. Uh, that, that, with a little bit of advice and a little bit of a go, Everyone can garden, but in particular for the senior care, which we touched on, there are some great things about it, mate. And that is, bottom line, 
gardening is one of the very, very, very few um, activities that one can enjoy right to your last days. I mean, and that's the beauty of it. That's yeah. why I love going and doing the installs at, at, at my uh, elders' uh, communities because I tell you what, John, they chew my bloody ear off and yeah. I learn so much and, I, and they're the ones with all the experience and it's yeah. fantastic and they get all fizzed up about life again and everyone's got a story about gardening and in particular that generation will have, have something very relevant to it. Often they grew because not just because it was funky or it's a new great thing for planet Earth, but because they needed food on the table. And it was, there's some great stuff there. And, and I've seen it with my own eyes over the last 10 years, experiencing stuff uh, with the senior groups. And, you know, again, you get all this physical stuff out of it. You get this mental health out of it. But I'll tell you what, um, I always bring it back to that you can't beat the taste. So uh, in some ways, who cares? how hard it is to build the garden better, how much it costs, albeit it's cost bugger all. Um, the taste of a homegrown tomato, if anyone's yeah. grown before, will know it's 100 times better than one from the supermarket. And that alone, to me, gets me very excited. So, uh, look, there are so many reasons why we should be getting uh, everybody growing and, in particular, uh, helping our elders uh, grow right to the end. So do you have some clients that are using um, uh, a, the, a- a group of uh, veggie pods to um, to grow uh, a particular amount of a certain crop that actually is uh, help helping supplement their um, you know their their standard need like like we need tomatoes yeah. every day of every year in in healthcare. There's no really no slow time. You know we need a we need a significant amount of tomatoes. It would be hard for me to imagine that we could ever unless we actually had you know a, a handful of acres allotted to tomatoes. Um, yeah. cover the need with with you know the veggie pod, but that's not really the goal. The goal would be to grow uh, fresh and have your staff and and uh, you know residents if you're in a senior care or maybe you run a special with all of the yeah. uh, homegrown products. But but do you yeah. have some folks that are doing some pretty large amounts of uh, of yields? Yeah, we do, John. And look, you know, like you're right, and and you know, let's be real. Um, uh, even Mr. Veggiepot himself here, I have to uh, hide my head underneath my uh, underneath my shirt when I go into the supermarket sometimes and the local grocery store and go, you know, have, <laughs> my local community go, oh, look, there's Mr. Veggiepot <laughs> having, to get, having to buy some beans, are you, mate? Well, what's going on with your Veggiepots? And say, look, you will never replace your grocery shopping. I tell you what, you can put a huge dent in it, though, and yeah. you're going to get some great uh, other stuff out of it. But uh, have people use it to get some real significant amounts? Yes. I mean, I've got 10 veggie pods in my own backyard. Put, put it this way, I never buy any salad greens uh, or, the, or the leafy greens. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I buy some of the long uh, growers? You know, like a carrot can take three to four months to grow. So, you know, it's just it's just not viable on a, on a, on a small backyard to do all my carrots. And there's your six-month um, growing uh, garlic bulbs, for example, right? But salad greens? See you later, supermarket. I don't go there. Um, uh, some of my edible flowers, um, all my culinary herbs. I never, I never have to buy those pathetic little sprigs you get in the supermarket that dies two days later in what I call the cold compost, the fridge. Yeah. Um, you know. So, but back to can you get significant amounts done? Yes, you can. I, I, I just quickly mentioned before. There's a Buddhist uh, monastery institute in Singapore. They've got sixty large veggie pods in there, and they are. Um, Supplementing a hell of a lot of their um, their uh, vegetarian needs there, 
Um, we do have them actually used by commercial farmers here in Australia. I mean, that's how well they work. Um, do they have to use a lot of them? Yes. Uh, there's an organic strawberry farmer down on the south coast here. Uh, he's got, uh, you know, close to 100 of them because he had to contain his soils to get his organic certification. So, look, he, he they certainly wouldn't use it if they couldn't get a good yield out of it. Um, but, you know, it's more about, as you say, for the individuals and for the smaller uh, groups like a, an elder care home, for example, it's about supplementing what you're doing. So putting in some of those fresh herbs, fresh salads, fresh veg into what you're already doing, it yeah. gets the chef a lot more involved too. It gets the growers or the gardeners themselves, I don't like to even call them the elder care residents, I call them the gardeners. It gets the gardeners involved, a big sense of achievement, um, all those liminal moments that are occurring uh, around a garden that brings people together, um, uh, you know, all of that stuff are these untold benefits uh, much of the time that goes with the gardening. Um, and, look, I, it's also aesthetically pleasing in, in my view when you've got greens and you've got the marigolds and you've got the beautiful flowers, the edible flowers, the nasturtiums and the violas coming out. I tell you what, it's good on the eye as well. So. There's yeah. so much to be done for it, and and it's not just all about the yield, John. But yes, you can get significant ones out of it. Right, but I, I would say that that probably isn't the goal. But but um, I guess if you had certainly wanted not to, the sole goal. Yeah, right, right. But it, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it is it could be viewed as eventually paying for itself because it's uh, I, I guess. Oh yes. How how tall is that? Um, is the the domed lid? Uh, like, do, can, can you really yeah. grow like some, uh, you know, substantial tomato plants? Yeah, great question. It's one of the most common ones. It's two foot high, and yes, you can. Now, I grew up on a farm here in Australia. It was literally only a, what we call a hobby farm here. It's only a hundred acres. Um, but you know, my old man, his vegetable garden there. Oh God, I, used to, I mean, I used to see it as a chore. I've got say when I was a kid, picking up the uh, the cow pats and feeding it. And, clamoring through these massive um, hooped um, vegetable gardens. It was about half an acre in itself. But, look, it, Dad had it like nearly everybody had it, and, and uh, in Australia in particular, the Greeks and the Italians taught us to grow uh, tomatoes, you know, six foot, eight foot high, you know, and, and they do. They like to climb and you can do it. But remember that the tomatoes are vines. Now, if you left that tomato to Mother Nature, she doesn't climb up six to eight foot high unless she's very lucky and found some sort of trellis-like thing in nature. They stake themselves along the ground, right? So the key is to keep the fruit off the ground, but you don't necessarily have to go up eight foot high. And I've got some great videos of, of exemplifying this where I get it because uh, they're also two metres long uh, for, the, for the listeners. So what's that? Um, uh, they're six feet long as well. So I get the six feet by, uh, by two feet trellises, whack them on their side, make them prone, and then I train the main tendril vine, tell you, you know, picking out the laterals as you go. Yeah. Uh, crossways, one foot high, snake it back up, tie it back, and bring it back the other uh, back to its origin again uh, at the two foot high mark. And I get two big truss levels. And I'm not just talking the little baby bush tomatoes, the, the, the cherry tomatoes, aromas. I'm getting big, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the ox hearts and the beef steaks and the, the, the big heirloom tomatoes of the world. Growing on this, growing like wildfire. So, um, look, you can do it. Um, can you grow a citrus tree in it? Well, look, clearly once you get to the two-foot high, you've got to whip the canopy off and it 
defeats the purpose somewhat, albeit you've you've grown it up to its hardy teenage years, I guess, and and through the you, you use it as a humidity crib if you like while it's vulnerable and got it growing. And I have grown uh, trees even in these things, but for for the most part, you're looking at vegetables uh, that are going to be under two foot uh, high, which is indeed the majority. If you want to start doing some beans and some peas again to go or, or six foot uh, corn, okay, we need to play around with it. But most of your all your root veg, all your herbs, all your salad greens, um, you know, tomatoes, blueberries, strawberries, you name it, they're all done within this canopy. Um, and now you don't have to worry about all these other challenges that we typically face. And, you know, I grew up on a farm, so I, I knew it straight away what we faced. But, you know, city gardeners and urban gardeners are also benefiting from these um, features. So, um, look, I, I urge everyone to have a look and, and not be um, perturbed by past experiences of failure because that's what we're all about, and that is making everybody succeed. Give it a go. Grow one thing, start off, and uh, it's it's the best addiction in the world. You know, you uh, you mentioned some urban gardening. You know, we we have a a, a problem in this country where there's um yeah. you know de- or, or, uh, food deserts where there really isn't um you know the supply chain doesn't really there's not grocery stores you know per cap, per, per per capita and in some of the crowded larger cities um yes. and so you got got you know children kids. Uh, growing up that never really have had access to, you know, fresh apple or fresh tomato and you certainly bet. not right to pick it right out of the garden. I could see these being extremely uh, beneficial for some of those communities. So it, yes. you know, I'm, I'm just impressed, man. I'm impressed with it. Uh, I've looked around on the, on the website and I've, I've um, looked at some of the, you know, the videos that your you know, fans yeah. have, and clients have customers have posted. And uh, it's yes. just a great, it's just a great, um, uh, I guess invention would you call it an invention? Yes, mean, how, how, yeah, it is an invention. Yeah. So, so did, how did it come about? I mean, how did it start? What was the what was the core of the idea? Yeah. Well, well, well failure was the mother invention, as it often is. And um, uh, my business partner Matt, he, he's the engineering nerd. You know, on the mouth clearly. Um, so uh, look, he he uh, was a failed gardener, and every time one of these uh, pain points hit him. He's a tenacious bugger, and he goes, well, no, okay, I'm, I'm being underwatered. What do I do here? Okay, wicking beds. Oh, God, I'm overwatering. What do I need to do here? I need an overfocus. Oh, these pests have finally got my thing. And just one after another, he just kept going, and that's how the veggie pod was born. As I mentioned before, it wasn't out of um, form. Each, each component, each part of this uh, veggie pod uh, was there for a specific functional reason and to make gardening easy. Now, does it mean you just set and forget? No, and proudly so. And people, we've got to remember that because people, people, you know, we, we don't want you to disengage from gardening completely because, again, you're defeating the purpose, right? Yeah. We want you engaged in gardening, but we are about getting rid of all those issues. And, and, and back to your point, is it an invention? Yes, it is. And, and, and we proudly won Shark Tank seven years ago, which was, you know, that, that was, you know, you got four people that, a very savvy and always peering into every angle of the product and then who you are as a group and and um, they got behind us and and we've been the poster child of Shark Tank here for the last seven years and we also won um, the Royal Chelsea Flower and Garden Show as best product of the year uh, two years ago. Now 
as uh, anyone that knows a little bit about gardening will know, that is the number one and the most prestigious garden um, show in the world. And so for them to give us uh, the, the nod uh, was a real validating moment for us. I mean, we, I of bet, course, yeah. it, it's a bit, bit easy to be your own judge. We kept going around saying it was the best one. But, but you know, when, when those um, very conservative and very um, uh, very picky judges uh, gave us uh, the, the gong, um, it, it was a validating moment, and, and I do refer to that. So, and and, and you touched a bit about uh, others giving us some some um, uh, some good cred. And look again, we, there, there's a group, for example, called Veggie Pod owners. Many of your fellow compatriots are on it. It's not just about Aussies. Um, it is a Facebook group that is not set up by us. That is not run by us, but shows you the power of gardening, the power of our community. And the power of the product, they are. I think there's about twenty thousand on there now already, just simply going on there, sharing a beautiful community, helping each other. You know what's happening with asparagus roots in here, and oh, and some you know, people show it off and go, "This is what I've got going here. What are you doing?" And inspiring each other, and uh, that to me is is the real indicator of, of what's going on. And um, I, again, I urge your audience to have a look at that. Um, we don't do any posts on our own Instagram or Facebook that aren't somebody else's. Uh, we, we proudly repost other people's because uh, someone else's words is more powerful than mine. I'm going to be biased, clearly. Um, but when you just have your everyday people going, check this out, look what I'm doing, look what I'm growing, look how I'm educating my kids, look how my mum or my dad are getting back into gardening and into life, that's powerful. Those pictures, other people's words, and so please have a look at that. And uh, if, if you can't get excited by that, then, then you know, uh, you must be dead because it's, um, it really is inspiring stuff. Well, well uh, so, Simon, I want to ask you if you can um, – I'm sure you've got a, 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 a link to that, um, that Shark Tank appearance. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah can, sure. Yeah, if you can send me that, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll also check out that um, Facebook, Facebook group of VeggiePod yeah. owners. I, I hope to be sure. a veggie pod owner myself soon, uh, but um, it, so that I can be legit when I hop on there. Uh, it's exciting. It, it's a great product. I love seeing it. It checks so many boxes, and uh, I, I think you got a great thing. How much? How, how much activity do you have here in the United States? Mate, we've got um, so uh, Blake Harris, young Blakey, who worked for me uh, here in Australia for three years, and and, and related to Matt as well. Um, he's running uh, the North American office, so we've got oh yeah, it's a relatively lean little team. We've got uh, I think it's five or six uh, guys and gals uh, running uh, the American operation. We're in a, a, about a hundred uh, garden centres over there, but a lot of it's also online and Amazon and yeah. running around. We do a lot of the shows, you know, like the Philadelphia Home and Garden Show, and I think we we do about sheesh, I reckon about thirty or forty home shows and garden shows around America, particularly from February through to June, where that spring, summer uh, launches are going on. But, um, look, we're out and about, mate, and if there's anything to do with the community side too, I do it on a global perspective, so I can always lend a shoulder to the wheel and, um, you know, and chat to Blake and introduce. And if you think there's something that, that's good that's going on with the community, uh, you know, um, activation or install or, you know, sometimes, John, we've even got um, old um, ex-demo or display units that we have to move on from some of the garden centres. They're the sorts of things that we also donate to needy or vulnerable communities. 
I'm also happy to dig into that for you if you think uh, if that's sort of the line of fire in. But if it's about coming along and doing an educational piece or getting me on a live uh, Zoom and 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 again waxing lyrical or doing a workshop, mate, I'm I'm always happy to do that. That's what gets me out of bed. Well, um, man, I, I I really appreciate you taking time uh, to talk to me. Uh, I know it's sometimes hard for us to coordinate calls um, over no there t- time wise, but I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, I love it. It's VeggiePod, V-E-G-E-P-O-D. And yep. uh, it is definitely one of the coolest products that I've seen. And I would love to do anything I can. I really appreciate that. Yeah, to get Thanks, the word I out. I really appreciate it. I, I really think it fits. Hey, this won't be the last time that they, that I talk to you, Simon. I, I enjoy Good, hearing you. I love I love your excitement level. It's awesome. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. Look at it. And, and uh, it, I don't mean that lightly. It's it's people that take the time to um, to talk. And it's about those personal connections and it's about um, sharing stuff, mate. So um, I really do appreciate you uh, giving me your time as well. Awesome. Well, hey, have a great rest of your day then. And uh, okay, I'll, mate, I, you too. Yeah, look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you. You, you got it. Take it easy, All right. John. All right. Take care, Simon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Wow. Now you can see why I love calling and talking to uh, Simon Holloway from VeggiePod. Uh, that's V-E-G-E-P-O-D.com, VeggiePod.com. Uh, international company um, now started in Australia. Uh, what we learned is they um, got a deal on Shark Tank Australia and continue to be successful with the advice that they garnered from that. Uh, here in the United States, they won the USA Gold Shovel Award, recognizes uh, best innovations in gardening. And Simon and I both agree um, that gardening can bring elements of health that are uh, beyond growing and and consuming the organic food for your residents and patients, but also it can bring an element of therapy and uh, calm in in, uh, situations that you might have at your facilities. I think it's a great uh, thing to look into. Um, and again, their, their, their website is available, V-E-G-E-P-O-D. And if you ever get a chance to meet and talk with Simon and any of the folks from VeggiePod, uh, do yourself a, fa- self a favor and certainly engage with them. Um, so at any rate, thanks for listening. He, uh, thanks again and looking forward to many more exciting and hopefully interesting to you um, guests on the DMNA podcast. Eavesdropping on John Herzog's phone calls.